Thank you for your company. I'm Andrew McCarthy Wood. Look, we have uh, Kim Stokes, here to speaker, presenter, MC, voice artist, media marketing and engagement advisor, community advocate and mentor. Does a whole lot in the community, uh, particularly up through uh, the Toowoomba region, but much, much wider and broader than that. Uh, gets involved in, a, in not just communities, but also causes within communities. Now, to have a chat with Kim Stokes, we have Daryl Nicholson, He's an advocate for Toowoomba. He's on the line. Daryl, how are you going? Oh, good morning, mate. Thank you. And um, yeah, going really well. Happy and joyful, actually. They'll put that on my gravestone when I die. He was happy and joyful. <laughs> <laughs> now, Kim Stokes, you're on the line as well. How are you going? Oh, Andrew, I'm very well. Thank you for that lovely introduction. You forgot to add in there, crack housewife, though. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not so good in the domestic duties, let me assure you. <laughs> well, when you look at all of the other things that you're busy doing, it... it um, I, I think that gives you a free hall pass, doesn't it? Oh, no. I, no. <laughs> and if you met my husband, he's so lovely and grounding. He is honestly mm-hmm. my rock. I feel like he's always the one that should get the best of me. Does that make sense? <laughs> well, I think the community quite uh, often demands the, the, the best of you as well by the sounds of it. Daryl, you've known Kim for quite some time. Yeah, we go back probably, I'm, I'm talking 12, maybe 15 years, and uh, we've just recently um, caught back up again after a, a bit of time apart. And, and um, Kim, good morning. Welcome along. I, I haven't good morning. You. you should <laughs> remind Andrew and our listeners, though, it wasn't a bad breakup. It was nothing like that. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 that's right. No, it wasn't a breakup. No one got, no one got the fridge and, the, you know, <laughs> no, nothing like that. Sorry. <laughs> But that, Andrew, that was a beautiful opening. Do appreciate that, and you've taken most of my notes here. So, where I'm going to start with, um, Kim, Kim reached out to me in about February. I was probably going through a little bit of depression, and I think she saw that with myself. Anyhow, we we got together in um, early June, and and Kim was doing the bus ride of a lifetime. Now, I want to talk to you about disability, and Kim's the big advocate for disability. And disability is not what you can't do, but what you can do. So, Kim, tell us about your passion about disability work, and um that bus trip of a lifetime with Help Enterprises. I should start off by saying in that, Daryl, and acknowledging Andrew, uh, Daryl was fundamental in that activity becoming a success, and I'm so incredibly grateful for that. Um, The connection with disability really does go back a long way in that I've had a lot of people in my family who have had, I'm going to say, visible or notable disabilities or, or experience with disability, but i probably go out on a limb here and say that I think that all of us have disabilities. Um, We all have things that we can't do. But I, you know, seeing my dad, for example, my dad's brother, uh, he was born deaf and he ended up um, marrying a very beautiful woman who was also deaf. They have three Mm -hmm. children who are adults now with no disabilities but they weren't able to speak or hear and the things that they achieved in their life uh, were incredible to me and the communication and love and people that they became, right from a very young age, I very much tuned into that and thought, well, why do people treat people differently just because they're not the same? Mm-hmm. And that sort of has always been a bit of a social justice sort of stickler for me. I'm, I'm not suggesting that there should be an entitlement attitude in the world, but I think we should just get more into this focus of it's like it's like I wouldn't come to you and say, "Hey, Daryl, I'm thinking about doing the Bristol Bristol." Uh, what is it? The 
Bridge to uh, Bridge to Brisbane. Oh, the Bridge to Brisbane. I I can't (laughs) run. I mean, look at me. I can't run. (laughs) I am not a runner. But you know, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say that. I'm sure if I wanted to have a go, you'd you'd say, okay, great, we'll have a go. But my point is, ask me what I can do. Yeah, Kim. Just along those lines, is that uh, you mentioned rather than looking at as a disability, maybe looking at it as different abilities and not the the handout mentality, but is it more about enabling? Oh, absolutely. And and you know the thing is, I like I, I can think of a lady that I've only just spoken with recently. Um, she is in a wheelchair, she lives with MS, she is incredibly intelligent. She's got three uh-huh. or four degrees, a master's I think in two, and the work it has taken her just to get job interviews is insane. And I think, why is that? Just because we can't recognise what she brings to the table and how that can benefit an organisation or a business because we're looking through the wrong lenses, I think, most of the time. Yeah, yeah. So when you uh, get involved in the causes that you do and you take that approach of enabling, what are some of the results that you see? I think... The, one of the core things even that I experienced when I was very young and I got into radio uh, and I was writing at this stage I'd already worked in Gympie and I'd got a transfer down to 4AK in Toowoomba and uh-huh. I was writing at that stage and there was a very senior highly accomplished announcer who I'd written this script for and you know seriously I had no idea what I was doing anyway we went into the production studio and he said who wrote this and I'll leave out the last (laughs) bits of the sentence and I remember being very proud at the age of 19 and put my hand up and said well I did and he said to me oh it's garbage it's you know 45 seconds long it should be 30 seconds but he was the beauty in this there was this amazing woman who I'm still connected to today Sharon Lunacy who was in sales at the time who came to me and said you know what you've got this you can do this and that has always been an inspiration to me as so many other people are to be able to look at people and say I see you and, and that's what drives me is to be able to, like Dale just mentioned before about when we reconnected, I just saw a man that maybe in there I just knew there was so much talent, so much community spirit, so much leadership, mm-hmm. so much potential and it's like how can I help get that out so other people can see what I see and I honestly just find so much of the time that I come across people whether I'm doing mentoring or whatever it is, and I go, you know what, I get you. I, I get who's in there. I just got to help you get it out. And so that enabling is not an entitlement. It's a, you know what, the world is missing out because you, as an example, Daryl, or you, Andrew, yep. are, are not living your passion or feeling like you've got the permission to live your passion or being encouraged to live your passion. And that's not right. We all want to be seen. Yeah, look, Daryl, I know you're usually uh, taking a role with these conversations as one of the interviewers, mm-hmm. but if I can just ask you, just because of the way this conversation's come about, yep. how much more have you been able to give to the community because of your contact with or the reconnection with Kim and what she's been saying? Well, mate, the first six months of this year, I got behind the camera and, and uh, I was just afraid to get back in front of it. And when Kim and I connected back in, it was late May, early June, I just, 
Tim just got me to just see that there is some great stuff in what I do. And, I, I mean, I went home and I watched two to three hours of all my YouTube stuff to see what I was doing. And I got myself back in front of the camera. And on the, um, the 10th of June, it was my birthday. We went on a bus trip of a lifetime, and it was. We went down to Help Enterprises and had a look at the work that, um, you know, that that organisation is doing to show people what they can do. With, you know, they've got disabilities, but what they can do. And um, it just breathes some fresh air back into me. And um, I'm just feeling much more alive. Since the 10th of June this year, it's just been amazing. And I really do want to thank Kim for um, giving me that self-confidence again and to get me back there. So um, it's been amazing. And it's been an amazing ride coming into the end of this year. So looking forward to 2020. Kim, mm. just I want to come back to you, not me, but <laughs> later, later this month, the Queensland Community Achievement Awards, you've been nominated for that, and I'm so proud of you for doing that. And what does that mean to you to be recognised in that way? Oh, you, you're really going to get to probably um, the depths of my soul with that question, and I, I always try and be as authentic as I can be, and I've got to be true yep. to myself in answering that. And uh, I will share. You know, the last five years of my life, I lost my mum to lung cancer, mm-hmm. and that oh, was a gee. long and difficult journey. Mm. Um, yep. She and I were the closest of close. Um, mm-hmm. Within four months after that, my niece, who had come to the Toowoomba Business Disability Awards as my guest, she was killed in a car accident on the way home from those yeah. awards. Oh, um, my dad gee. passed away the next year uh, from an undetected duodenal dulc- uh, ulcer, which burst. Yeah. Uh, and I lost two other friends as well. And I've I got to be honest and say, I didn't know that I was going to come back from those things. Yep, um, I understand that. I lost, I lost a lot of joy uh, mm-hmm. in my life and um, it was real hard. So to be nominated for an award like this, it, you know, for me, it's it's like what I was saying before. It is such an honour to to know that people see who you are and what you're trying to do and who you're trying yep. to be in your life. Yes. And it doesn't matter whether you win or lose. The fact that you've been recognised in that way, that's the win. Because what that said to me was, you're back on track. You yep. can keep going. And, yep. again, these are not, you know, we, we have people all around us at the time. We've only, we've only got to look at the drought. We only have to look at yeah. the devastation of the fires that we've been yep. hearing about, you know, in these last number of weeks particularly. You know, there's courage all around us. But, you there know, yep. I, I say to people all the time, I love that word encourage, but I also uh-huh. love the word encourage, as in I-N. Uh-huh. And it took me to be encouraged in order to even get to where I am again today. And, and Daryl, it means so much to me mm. to hear you say the impact that I've had in your life because that makes me go, you know, there's there's still more to do, there's more to live for, there's more, yep. you know, there's more purpose in, in your life. And I've really had to find a new normal in many ways mm. as we all go through experiences that are tough and life changes and I'm not going to lie that's been hard so so to have mm. you know a, a really good friend and and the person that nominated me I didn't know that I was being nominated and the person who nominated me I would say she's one of those people that I hold such 
high levels of esteem and respect for that, like that says as much about her to me personally than yeah. what yep. it says about me. If, if You know what I'm saying? To be able to yep. recognise in others. That's her saying, just like I say to you, oh, Kim, I see you. I know what this has taken to keep going. Yeah, Kim, you've mentioned yep. just in what you were saying there that, you know, and rightly so, right now Australia is going through some challenges, the Eastern Seaboard and out through the rural areas. Daryl and I have seen it, uh, unfortunately, uh, firsthand. Um, you know, there's been fires, there's been drought, then we had yep. big hailstorms that went through mm. the Sunshine Coast, but there's been uh, you know, four people that have lost their lives through the, the fires. Just with all your experience in mind, what would you say to somebody right now that just thinks there's there's no future? Oh, wow. Big question, sorry. Yeah, a, it is a, a big, big question. question. Yeah. It, it is a big question. Um, oh, look, I can't begin to understand their experience. Yeah. And I think a lot of the time in life, one of the mistakes we make is we say to people, I understand, yeah. when we don't. Um, I think I would want to say that as best I can, I understand what pain and suffering is like. Um, maybe a lot of different levels, but I think the other thing that I would say to them is please reach out because there's so many of us, are there not, in life that we go, I just want to be asked. Yeah. I just want to be asked, can I do something? Can I help? Yep. Can I be of yep. service? What can I do? But often people don't know how to ask. And yep. I think that, you know, as a community, we need to strive more towards kindness and gratitude and I would just encourage those people to to stand up, put their hand up and say, hey, I need help. Yeah. Kim Stokes, can I take this? And sorry, Daryl, I sense that you might want to um, ask a question there, but if we can now just really look at your philanthropic efforts, can you take us through some of the organisations because you're involved in quite a few organisations, whether it be mm-hmm. through... Uh, you know, the MC efforts or some of the behind-the-scenes stuff and just tell us what's going on in the community. Oh, well, there's a lot of different groups that I have the privilege to sit alongside and I I try and contribute to. I mean, one of the ones that I am the most passionate about is the Business Disability Awards, which I mentioned before. Um, Paul Wilson and David Wallace and I founded those in 2012 and that was on the back of Paul, um, who has a beautiful daughter, Jasmine, who lives with Down syndrome. And that came about because his vision was that when Jazzy got older, that she'd be able to get a job. And so more people had to understand, like we were speaking about earlier, what can she do? And so that's how it began, to bring community Uh together to acknowledge and also recognise those businesses who were working within our communities, like Toowoomba, to actually do something to have a more diversified and inclusive workforce. Now, it's several years on. Those awards next year will not only be in Toowoomba, but we're also branching them out into the greater Brisbane region. In Toowoomba alone last year, there were 55 sponsors, I think it was, and I don't for a moment suggest that all of that work and success has come from my efforts, but certainly a lot of the time what I feel very proud about being able to do is I'll be someone that's involved on a concept, um, a concept stage. 
to get that through to completion. So definitely I'm very passionate about disability. I'm a director of Inclusion Access, which is uh, something about making all of our places more accessible. It's a new project that has only been going about 12 months with uh, Josh Marshall and Liz Schneiderman. I'm part of the uh, Regional Access Disability Advisory Committee to the Toowoomba Regional Council. I'm a director of Inside of Dreams, which is a charitable organisation that was started by Ben Felton. And Ben Felton resides in Sydney and he's the world's fastest blind motorcycle rider. Yeah. I did say that correctly. Um, <laughs> yes, yes, and he's got a number of other accolades and achievements to his name. Um, I'm on the newly formed committee for Butterfly Hands, which is about deaf can do. Um, look, I, I'm next year going to be doing more and more in chaplaincy and specifically in the Brisbane region okay. about um, supporting chaplaincy in schools with fundraising and I'll be doing a lot of emceeing there but also orchestrating uh, you know, event management and, and that type of thing. There's many other organisations. It's, it's, it's Yeah. Uh, I, honestly, it, it, it's Andrew, for me, if I really feel a calling and a connect and someone says, hey, you know, I think we're a good fit, I don't ever try and come along and say, hey, I'm the right person for you. Um, an organisation or a person knows what they need and I like them to be in charge and, um, you know, to, to have control and respect of what that is. But but I will put my hand up to do as much as I can and particularly as far as keynote speaking, um, I love doing that, mentoring women, um, anything to do with youth. I don't know. Have I answered that completely? Yeah. <laughs> Kim, <laughs> Kim Stokes, you, you mentioned that you, you know, you'd put your hand up to do as much as you can and yeah. that takes effort. That also takes resources. Now, you have a business, Kim Stokes Communications. Um, I would imagine that that would enable you to do some of this sort of stuff. Uh, media marketing engagement, what sort of businesses do you like to align yourself with and work with? Well, I'm probably going to answer this a little bit differently because <laughs> my, my husband my husband and I have a little joke sometimes where he says, honey, is this another pro bono? And I say, yeah, it's another pro bono. What can I tell you how amazing these people are? So I, <laughs> I don't work my way around that way. I, I don't want to be, and I'm not, I'm not making any judgment on other people, but yep. I'm, I'm just saying for me, I could not be true to myself if it was, well, when I get this amount of money or resources or whatever, then I'll do something. Mm. I've just not, yep. not ever been that person and I don't think I'm geared that way. Um, I'll always be more uh, probably, you know, on the philanthropic side. That's just who I am. But, look, I've done a lot, as you know, in radio and yeah. different parts of media and things like that. And it really is, I have to say, I'm always open to evolution because one thing I'll say to people in business is, please, don't do things for the sake of tradition. Oh, this yep. is the way we've always done it. No, you have to be aware of what is the market telling us? What are our customers mm -hmm. telling us? What, you know, what's our audience telling us of what they want or how the world's evolved or grown? And you've got to be receptive to that. So I'm the same as far as with where I invest my energy and time. If it's something that I might have a skill set at, but I go, you know what, I just don't feel like I've got a calling to put energy and effort into that right now, then I will listen to myself. Um 
I think you do have to be able to back yourself and trust yourself. But yes, in there, you've got to earn a few dollars. And, and I'm very fortunate, like, for example, this year, I was invited to MC the Access Conference, uh, which is all about, um, you know, disability uh, in Sydney. And that was one where they had a a wonderful array of keynote speakers who blew my mind. How blessed was I to walk in that room because I'm going, oh, my goodness, I'm being paid to be here and I'm learning from some of the most amazing people in the country. And I'm so grateful for that because I love walking in a room and going, I know what I know, but I don't know what you know. And that's what I can learn. So, yeah, in between there, look, I, I love to do keynotes. Um, and I love to do MC. Yes, I do some stuff on brand development and whatnot. But, you know, again, the whole point of this interview for me is not to focus on that stuff, but to focus on, okay, what can we do more of? I'm so grateful yep. that early next term, I've been invited to do a couple of speeches at a few schools about service. And I'm so grateful for that. In When I was in year 11, I was actually awarded... Um, uh, an award which is called Interactor of the Year and it was um, promoted and brought, you know, uh, supported by Rotary. That was such a significant thing for me to learn how when you're ready to, like, just give, you know what, if you want to call it karma, if you want to, I don't know, you can call it whatever you want, but I think you reap <laughs> yep. what you sow. Yep. I, I've had so many, honestly. The one thing I will say to you, like even with what I've done in radio and all that, can I tell you, I've had some of the most brilliant people, not only um, around me as far as uh, directing me or producing me, but I've had some of the most brilliant partnerships you could ever wish for. So, so much of what I have learned in life is not because, wow, I was amazing. It's because I had some great teachers and I always want to be a student. And that's a beautiful thing with Kim Andrew. She loves celebrating and she loves collaboration and there's a really an honest soul in there and uh, such a beautiful person. Yeah, that sounds great. Kim Stokes, thank you very much for your time with our listeners. You're welcome. And I just want to finish by saying, you know, that um, this is a great platform and an opportunity for people to get to know people more because it's funny how Daryl and I talk all the time and he will say, you know what, I didn't know that about that person. So what I want to encourage people to know from this interview is that if anything I said made any sense, (laughs) maybe it was just when I was talking about that I like chai lattes, I don't know, Um, you know, and you want to reach out and you want support and there's something I can do to be there for your cause, please do so. Um, I'll give it my best and hopefully we can achieve some things together. You've just heard from Kim Stokes. You can find out more about her by heading to facebook.com forward slash Kim Stokes Communications. Also, Daryl Nicholson, Toowoomba Advocate. What's your tagline, mate? Toowoomba 4350 TV. It's more than just a postcode. We're all about community.